coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. Welcome back to the Paper Stack Podcast. My name is Rick Allen. This is Brett Berkey, and we are bringing you some knowledge bombs today. How's your summer going? Good? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Vacations. Uh, Ready for the kids to go back to school? No. Whatever. It's no, because I have a high school student. I have to drive her to school. I don't, I just learned just going to, I live about, I can, I probably, I could walk to where the high school is. And somebody said, in my neighborhood, it takes them an hour to drop off their kid in the morning. Why? Because it's just backed up traffic. So, so it's going to take you an hour? To go two and a half miles? No, I'm going to the YMCA, and then I am going to have my daughter just, she's walking from there, and I'm going to just work out. High school starts at 7 o'clock? 7 a.m., so I figured I'd wake up, go to the gym, work out, and she walks to school. That's my plan so far. She doesn't know it, but she'll figure it out soon enough. What, a month? (laughs) School starts in one month. I'm ready to be done. I'm ready to get my kids out. No, yeah, I'm having fun. She's going to camp. We're going to the beach. Mm -hmm. Going to Embry Island. So whatever it is, it is what it is. You know. When are you going to Anna Maria? End of July. This month. Two cool. weeks. Dead. Be a good time. But yeah. So for today, so yeah. So what do you have for us today? We have something about well, we've talked enough about bankruptcy, foreclosure, different types of lean, uh, lean types. I guess you would call them, like mm-hmm. balloons. What we haven't talked about is the process post foreclosure. You're on the site and you're looking at foreclosure, and you, maybe you're new to it, and you're like, oh, I want to get the house back, and I want to do that play. Well. Well, what I got the house back. So you no longer own the note, you own the property. Yes. This is post foreclosure. So what do you do once you get the house back? What's some of the processes of I got it? Is it REO at that point? Is that what we call it? Yes. It's called REO, which stands for real estate owned. Mm-hmm. At that point, not everything changes, but it changes. You have there's different things that need to happen. Your insurance type changes. I don't want to say there's a checklist, but there's a checklist of stuff you should probably go down and look at and make sure. You've got it all ironed out. So I guess step one is you want to assess the property, right? Assist, explain what you're You want to understand what's the condition on the property. Okay. Essentially, you want to know is what's the value, high level. Look, what is this thing probably worth at maximum retail value? What is it at if I want to quick sale, wholesale it? Or what is it just like a blow it out the door? Look, fair bottom price. Just get it. Okay. And you do that by looking at active pendings and souls in the area. Probably get a, probably going to get an agent at this point. You've probably got a BPO already on file. Usually you've got two or three BPOs. If it's in certain states, there may have actually already been an appraisal done. They have right. to do a pre-auction appraisal. So that's the first thing. The next thing you want to do is you want to look at the property and see, do I need to secure it? Okay. Have, have you gone inside the house yet? Maybe you want to look and see if that's security property because if there's a tenant in there or the borrower is still in there, one, you have to notify the borrower that, hey, foreclosure is complete. And then two, you have to potentially evict whoever's in the property. And it's, it's really, it's different for each state because some states have a, a period that you have to wait before you could do everything. So it's a, like a right of redemption period. And so some states are... 30 days, some states are seven months. Seven months. Yeah, it varies wildly from state to state. That's crazy. And it, and it not just from the foreclosure date, it's from whenever they're defaulted. So you want to know in each state, look, is there a right of redemption? 
and how long it is. Once you know those things, you're going to want to notify the borrower and probably what will happen is your lawyer will do that. If there's an eviction or if there's somebody in there, you need to initiate the eviction to get them out. And then once it's free, the property is assessed that it's vacant. Yeah. At that point, you need to secure it. You'll need to go in there, change the locks, protect it against vandalism, put up security system if you're going to do that, put up the cell cams if you're going to use the cell cams, whatever you're going to use, you want to make sure that's taken care of. Another thing you want to do is you want to make sure that the title has been transferred and transferred properly, right? In the state of Florida, it's a certificate of title when it goes through auction and the lender takes it back. And we're assuming here that you've taken the property back. It may go through foreclosure and you never get the property back because it right. sells at auction. But we're assuming here that you've, you've taken the property back. Interesting. You're putting up the, the, the cameras and everything, making sure. Making sure it's secure so you know what's going on at the property. No squatters. Um, boots on the ground is something you need to have in place. That's something you'll do. Typically, we work in areas where we've formed relationships. And right. so it's not my first project there. If it is your first project, you got to go through the process of finding a boots on the ground, usually by way of a real estate agent. Once you have the real estate agent, they're going to be able to do a lot of this stuff for you. They'll be able to give you an assessment of the property. They're going to be able to handle securing the property. They're going to then be able to handle, look, here's the options as far as the value goes. And the options is the key. You want to know, look, are we keeping this as a rental? Are we going long on this? Are we going to turn around and put some money into it? and try to fix it up and get it to like the tippy top retail? Are we going to put just a little bit of money into it and get it ready to where it's just, it'll pass like a, an inspection, but we're not necessarily doing all new floors, all new paint, all new everything. We're just doing a little bit, or are we going to do nothing and just sell it as is? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So if it was maybe more local, you probably wouldn't maybe put some more into it. Is it the further away that you are, the less you? No, it just depends on. What do you get? What it ultimately depends on. What are you gonna, What are you going to get out of it? If I am, if I'm into it for, and everybody's calculations a little bit different. Some people may do a cash on cash, but we do an overall yield. Mm -hmm. But if I put twenty grand and it's going to give me an additional forty grand, great. If I put in fifty grand and it's only going to give me an additional twenty grand, you got to find out that sweet spot on where it's going to be. Or I'm not going to do anything to it, and instead of spending some time putting money into it. I know that I can still make some money on it and do well enough, but I can get that money back churning again, working on something else. That might be the way to go. But it, it, each project is different. Every asset is different. You got to understand and be able to look at it and look at three or four different options. Interesting. That's really cool. Do you have, what, what's the worst state you've ever done a foreclosure in? The what? Worst. Oh. The worst state I've ever done a foreclosure in. Illinois is pretty terrible. New York, Pennsylvania, not very fun. New Jersey was pretty, pretty bad, but all for different reasons. Just the, I have to, they're just, I don't like foreclosures if I can avoid it. And if you get one of those states, that's where you're like, I'll just, I'll just sell it as is. Yeah, I'll sell it. I'll just, I'm going to sell this one before I have to go through the process. And you hope someone buys you out at the, at the foreclosure auction. Or just the, no, because the process of going through foreclosure can be, no, can be a pain. Yeah. yeah. But in places like Illinois, once you own something and then you're going to do work to it, there's just in certain, in, in Crook County, Cook County, I'm sorry. We did a bunch of, uh, of work there and I just had just, there was just nickel and dime 
every time something had to happen, if I had to change a light bulb, I had to had, have an inspection. Really? Well, not necessarily a light bulb, but they were, they're heavy on inspections because they want you to pay the, the $75 reinspection fee or $100 reinspection fees. That's terrible. So once you've done all that, you assess which way you're going to go. Then you just got to set your sales price and start marketing the property, negotiate offers and move it on down the pipeline. Interesting. In your opinion, I always, I know that you always say, I, last thing I want to do is foreclose. You, yeah. But you always, that's like the worst case scenarios. Most of the time is a, is the actual, I would say foreclosure is a worst case scenario. Most of the time it's like, I got to go through the foreclosure and run the risk of battling bankruptcies and that whole thing. You always plan for the worst and then hope for the best. Yeah, it's funny that a lot of people that are new to paper stack, they'll come and they're like, how do I get property back? And I'm like, it's probably a better route before that because there's a lot of things that can go wrong before you get the property back. Don't get me wrong. I love getting the property back. Yeah. But the, it just depends on the state, right? right. So if it's, a, if it's a year and a half process to get the project or get the property back through foreclosure, that's no good. If I can reach out to the bar and say, look, I'll write a check to you for 15 20 grand mm. and you go about your business. Do you want to do that? It makes more sense. I get property back that way and do it in two or three weeks versus a year and a half. I like it. Okay, cool. I think we learned a couple of things here. Yeah. So the process, the checklist, we actually might make this into a checklist that'd be beneficial for people. We'll find it in knowledge base along with other checklists that he's done. Yeah. One of the videos just like this. Mm. So I guess, I guess that's pretty much it. Do we have other announcements? Anything else change? Is live and different on this? The, I don't know. Is there something new site? That ah, noclosings.com. Is live? it official live? Yeah. It's official, official. It's live. It's out there for the world to see and use. That's uh, right. We've yeah. got people signing up and we've got people setting up closings right now. No closings is all the benefits of paper stack without the marketplace. Yeah, it's good for the best example I heard when we were at DME is Mike was talking about you find somebody at a conference or you're on Facebook or whatever, seller financing, you're sending out letters and you get one back and they're like, where are we going to close it? My my title company or with your lawyer? Or what are we doing this? Is it my docs or are they your docs? And so it's like, well, let's just use no closings. It's agnostic, third party. It's not biased in any direction. Same process. You can invite your lawyers. You can invite people from your title company if you want. All that stuff, you can have it all there. But it just, it's a lot more fluid. And I think that's one of the best use cases mm -hmm. for it, especially for seller financing. Seller financing, maybe you found somebody on a Facebook marketplace. It's not, it's really, if it's, you want a place to close all the deals you have that are not on paper stack. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's not just for seller financing. It's like, look, anytime you want to close a deal and you want to use the benefits that we've got on paper stack, uh, escrow, collateral verification, you want to take advantage of some of the shipping options we have. You love having the digital audit trail of communication. You like having docs generated for you. All the stuff that Paperstack gives you, that's mm -hmm. not the marketplace. So any deal that's not on Paperstack, you should be closing it on noclosings.com. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. We'll uh, be having more of my first note series coming up soon. Who's you, next? I think it's going to be Chris Seventy. So Chris Seventy, that'll be fun. You know what I like about Chris? It's going to be... He's a straight shooter? He's a straight shooter. <laughs> it will be... He'll just tell you how it is. I love That's that. right. There's no sugar coating. There's no powder coating. It's just... It, it might be some post-production stuff. 
Did you know this is the adults only? No, I love long. I like it's so refreshing because you get. <laughs> oh, Chris is perfect. I love talking yeah. to Chris. That's He's just nice. a straight shooter. He's a straight shooter. Yeah, yeah. So that's it for this one, and we will see you on the next one. See ya. Are you new to the mortgage note industry? Have you been wanting to learn the step-by-step process to purchase your first mortgage note? Well, you're in luck. We've convinced our CEO, Rick Allen, to break down everything he knows about mortgage note investing. Through a series of 50 videos, you'll get everything from start to finish of where to purchase notes, how to purchase notes, and all of Rick's investing techniques he has developed over the many years. From performing note tactics to non-performing notes, Rick gives you everything he knows about investing. Bonuses include our glossary of industry terms, Rick's own proprietary calculators he created to evaluate notes, discounts from our partners, our Rolodex of vendors, a private Facebook group, along with a lot more. We've packed so much content into the Academy to take you from beginner to expert in no time. To learn more about the Academy, go to academy.paperstack.com welcome. Again, that is academy.paperstack.com slash welcome.